Hey guys, Eric Sue here, and I just wanted to share a video that we did recently. Hope you enjoy. Let me know what you think. You can add me on Instagram at Sue. That's E-R-I-C, O as in orange, S as in sugar, I-U. Same name for Twitter. You can also DM me there. Let me know what you think and hope you enjoy. Uh, my office is, we're getting some new decorations going so you can see over here. We got the little, uh, we got the little Eric Osu video game thing, and then we got um, Noah was from my team was really good about getting some cool Mario stuff, uh, some other Nintendo stuff over here as well. Um, so give us about a minute or two, and uh, we're gonna get going because we unfortunately are redirecting everyone. So let's see what's going on. We've got four people coming in. Um, Marketing Teardown says he or she digs the Mario mushroom. Fantastic. Great. Um, and by, by the way, guys, while we wait for other people to come in, I think you guys can start putting in your questions around acquiring more customers or acquiring more clients in general. Uh, so, you know, kind of the thing here is we are doing these sessions. This is more for our kind of paid group called the Agency Accelerator. And within the Agency Accelerator itself, we actually do these group coaching calls, right? So, you know, I'm opening this, this up for everyone. That way we can do these kind of group coaching calls together. So it's really to solve kind of your most burning questions around acquiring new customers or acquiring new clients in general. So um, drop them into the chat and I'll, I'll start to talk about kind of uh, one thing that's been interesting. I had a friend come in. My friend came in yesterday. His uh, his name is Adrian Salamunovic. Uh, so he wrote this book called Free PR with uh, another guy that was on the podcast of Growth Everywhere, uh, Cameron Harold. Actually, Cameron Harold, I read his book Vivid Vision. It's a really important book. But uh, Free PR, this is a really uh, good book on how to get free PR. It's basically how to get uh, press from people that are uh, or from top publications to get your name out there, to get your brand out there, right? And so this book out there, this is coming, I think, uh, I believe February 26th. So I have the hardcover version over here. He came into the office yesterday to shoot um, in the office. And one of the tips he gave was, um, one of the tips he gave was going out there and then doing a podcast tour. So when you, when you are trying to like, it, a podcast itself is kind of like PR because you're getting your name out there. And when you release a book like this, you do a tour, you do a podcast tour, and then more and more people are going to find out about you because the people that are listening to your voice on someone else's podcast, those people trust that person's podcast. Just like if you listen to Growth Everywhere podcast or the Marketing School podcast, you are going to trust what uh, what I say or what Neil says because you listen to us for a while and some of the things actually work. You start to trust us more and more uh, over time. So this book, Free PR, Go check it out um, and start dropping your questions into the chat. So again, I really apologize for the technical difficulties. Um, really, um, we're going to make sure that it doesn't happen next time. Uh, we're going to make sure we don't let you down. And um, so Alex, the question is, um, so Todd put the Amazon link. So I'm going to go ahead and show it. So uh, Alex ad asked, what's the link for the paid service uh, agency accelerator? So the agency accelerator, that program, if you go to singlegrain.com slash live, I'll type it in here as well. You can actually watch the video on how you can acquire more clients for your business. We actually have a, a whole thing for that. And then if it makes sense, then you can, you can apply for uh, the agency accelerator itself. So anyway, going into it, talking about kind of what else is working for us uh, recently. So... The one thing I've been looking at a lot is um, is account-based marketing. So what does that mean exactly? 
So account-based marketing is when you are, let's say I'm reaching out to Coca-Cola and when I'm reaching out to Coca-Cola, I'm not just reaching out to uh, I'm not just reaching out to the VP of marketing at Coca-Cola. I'm reaching out to the entire marketing team, saying, "Hey, I have this solution for you," and then we're trying to build relationships that way. So it's not just one person at a company; it's a couple of different, excuse me, a couple of different accounts. Uh, so that's why they call it account-based marketing. Uh, you are targeting an, an, an entire account, not just one contact at a company. And so you can go on LinkedIn, you can do account-based marketing. You can also, uh, when you when you use LinkedIn advertising, you can also do account-based marketing. You can target entire companies and target anyone that has, uh, for example, VP or uh, chief executive, whatever, or uh, chief marketing officer, that, that type of stuff, okay? So account-based marketing is valuable, I think, especially if you are uh, targeting enterprises or you're targeting mid-market companies, uh, account-based marketing is gonna get you really far, especially because a lot of these uh, companies have... Uh, multiple decision makers and it's not just one decision maker uh, at the end of the day so it just depends on who you're, you're going for okay um hello rosh uh thank you for listening on the road appreciate that um carrie asked if your business is new learning new skills new no testimonials yet do we go with the upwork route okay so i actually think um carrie uh, speaking to that um to that point around upwork let me see if i can go this way I'll go this way. That way I'm a little like, here, let's go this way. So Upwork, I actually used to work on Elance and before Upwork, it was actually Elance. And I worked for, I, I worked doing SEO consulting work and I actually got a couple gigs that way and then my rating was, was pretty good. And actually someone I did consulting for offered me a job, this is when I was about 25 years old, offered me about, I think it was 200 or $250,000 and uh, also offered me profit share as well. I, I actually still talk to that guy and that guy's still angry that I never joined him. Um, I just never really wanted to move to Philadelphia. So when you do really good work, it doesn't matter where you are, whether you're on Fiverr, whether you're on Upwork, because people are starting to discover you. I don't think there's anything wrong with going on Upwork, especially if you're new, especially if you're still learning things right now. There's nothing wrong with A, working for free for people, or going to Upwork and then doing work that way. That There's nothing wrong with that at all. Um, Affiliate Watch said uh, they just tried calling the company. Actually, uh, I heard a phone call outside. Um, usually someone's supposed to grab that. Um, Affiliate Watch, I'm not in Orange County. I'm actually in LA. And uh, But you can feel free to reach out uh, and you know, see what I can do to best support you. And uh, Marking Teardown says, hey, I was looking for a book like that. Great plug. I will buy it. Um, thank you, Todd, for sharing the link. Guys, if you have other questions around acquiring more clients, drop it into the chat as well. And so... What else can we talk about in terms of customer acquisition? Okay, we've talked about all the things that work well for us. As you guys know, most of you know, I have a podcast. One's called Growth Everywhere. One's called Marketing School. Marketing School, we just broke a million downloads in a 30-day period. By the way, if you want to check out our event, we're doing it. It's for free for you guys. If you go to singlegrain.com slash DTLA, the application is right there. Right now, we have about 250 people on the application, and we haven't even promoted it that much. We're capping the event at 500 people. So what's my point? My point is all the stuff that we're doing online right now, even you watching me live, even me doing the podcast stuff, 
the power is really getting people in person, you know, doing a live event with people and making sure that you can build a long-term relationship with people when you're live with them. Because when you're able to connect with people, even when you're able to sh shake hands with somebody else, it goes a lot further than that. It's, it's a lot more than one small transaction. It's a lot more than saying, oh, you know, can we do business together? Can you buy my stuff? It becomes, hey, I can introduce you to this other person. Oh, I, I, I uh, you know, would you like me to join me for, for, would you like to join me for this dinner? And there's just all of these side benefits that don't correlate with direct ROI that take time to manifest. But once you start to build relationships with, with people, it starts to go a long way. And so for us, it's like, okay, we're going to do, we're going to do, we're, we're going to set up this, this live event. Going to be in downtown LA. We're capping it at 500 people. And by the way, Here's the other lesson. Once you start going into things that you don't really know, like Neil and I, we don't really know how to do event organizing. We're already interviewing event organizers right now, and we're going to hire an event organizer to set everything up for us. Um, that's going to make our life a lot easier. All we need to worry about is just showing up. Everything else will be taken care of. Um, by the way, singlegrain.com slash DTLA if you want to uh, put in your hat uh, into the ring for uh, applying for the marketing school live event and by the way if you can't make it to downtown la don't worry it's going to be recorded for you so you know a lot of the stuff you know how are we making it for free well think about this we can just add sponsorships like one of our friends was like eric you don't need to pay out of your pocket you can just add sponsorships and when you add sponsorships to this thing it makes things a lot easier because sponsorships let's say we have 10 booths and we charge 10 to fifteen thousand dollars per booth let's say it's fifteen thousand dollars that's hundred and fifty thousand dollars right there by the way Neil and I are also considering doing a uh, dinner as well where it's going to be 20 people and each dinner ticket is probably going to be around $1,500 to $2,000. It's going to be a dinner with Neil and I and most people aren't going to pay for that but the people that do find a value in it, the people that do find a value in, in connecting with like-minded people, um, then you get you get that type of value from dinner. Like if you're making you know seven, eight, nine figures a year, it might make sense to do that dinner but if you're just starting out, no, absolutely not. Don't pay for uh, a dinner like that. Okay, does, just doesn't make any sense at all. So I'm going to start reading some of the questions as well. I'm going to drink some water too because I'm talking fast. Apologize for the slurping. So I don't want to, I don't want to like burn myself. But anyway, uh, Marking Teardown says, how did you land your best slash most favorite client? What was the story behind how the deal happened and how it closed? Okay, I like stories like this. Um, most favorite client. I don't know if I have a most favorite client. Maybe because I'm not so involved with the client side of things. But I'll, I'll tell you one that's memorable to me. So when I hosted a when I hosted a dinner in San Francisco, uh, it was a bunch of tech people, obviously. And so a bunch of tech people. And then basically what we we're doing was we were talking about uh, we're, we're just talking about business. There's people that went to my high school, people that went to my nearby high school. We just all ended up in San Francisco. Everyone was successful. And one guy, I actually interned for him a long time ago. And this was when I was in college. And I didn't do a really good job as an intern, but we still remembered each other. We still kind of followed each other afterwards. And, you know, lo and behold, he has a successful uh, company in San Francisco, a very busy guy. And he showed up and then everything comes full circle. Like I interned for him when I was 19 or 20, maybe 20, 21 years old or so. So this is a long time ago. Let's call it, you know, 11 years or so. Yeah. Jeez, it's been a while. So it's been about 11 years or so. And um, we had a great time. And afterwards, he said, hey, look, um, I actually know a friend that, that could use uh, your, 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 your agency services. And I said, oh, that, okay, that's great. And what happened is from that one dinner, even though I wasn't really expecting like, hey, guys, can you give me leads? Can you, can, can you help me close deals? No, it wasn't like that at all. It was you come in with no intentions. Your, your only intention, 
no, uh, no ulterior motive. Your only intention is to help people, right? So this guy, you know, we understood that we're helping each other out, and um, we ended up signing. I think it was a two hundred or two hundred thousand or two hundred forty thousand dollar deal, which is you know pretty decent. And that client lasted for an entire year. That client was very hands off. The client wanted to pay us in cash, and so that was easy, right? That that's an easy way. Another example of of client acquisition uh, working well. By the way, guys, if you want the entire system we have on acquiring more clients for your agency to grow your agency, look, we've got the Agency Accelerator Program and we've got an entire video on it. Just go to singlegrain.com slash live, check it out. Let us know what you think about the video. And then if it makes sense, you can actually apply for a call to see if it makes sense to uh, join the Agency Accelerator, okay? Uh, first metric says, is there any specific reason why someone would do short podcasts, five to 10 minutes versus long podcasts, 30 minutes plus? Once you decide on a length format, should you keep it consistent at that length for all episodes? So first metric, this is a good one. So I, I have the longer episodes. Hello, Damien, how's it going? Um, so first metric, you, when you think about it, the Marketing School podcast, we've been doing it for close to three years now. And we just broke a million downloads in a 30-day period. So again, that's why we're doing the singlegrain.com slash DTLA live event. You see, I'm, I'm weaving these little offers in. So um, that one's every day, five to 10 minutes each. Okay. The other one growth everywhere is these are about 30 to 45 minutes each. And those are Mondays. What I did recently was from these live videos, I started making the live videos go on Tuesdays through Fridays. So on Mondays, you get the interview, the long form interview, Tuesdays through Fridays, you actually get myself. So the difference now is that it's not just what I was doing was I had I would have a new interview and then I would repeat interviews Tuesdays through Sundays. Now what I'm doing is I'm just new interview on Mondays and then Tuesdays through Fridays, you're actually going to get um, new stuff from myself because it's been five years and I've started to build somewhat of an audience, somewhat of a following. And so after a period of time, People don't want to hear interviews over and over. They want to hear from you. You are kind of the person that they're following and you have a lot to share. So that's why I've kind of done like a hybrid model with Growth Everywhere now. And then with Marketing School, we're still doing the same thing. I hope that helps. Um, let's see. Todd says, let's see this message out here. Um, Robert Zink says, hey, Eric, would you sell Agency Accelerate if you had to start from scratch? No blog, no, how would you sell Agency Accelerate if you're starting from scratch? No blog, no marketing budget, no network, and it's just yourself. I would go live like this. I'll go live on Facebook because you can run ads towards it. I'll go live on YouTube too because these platforms love, they love you going on live because they their incentive is to keep you on the platform. So what? You can watch more ads and they can make more money because these are advertising platforms. YouTube is an ad-driven platform. Facebook is an ad-driven platform. Facebook owns Instagram. They own WhatsApp. And so you're operating in their world. How can you play and take advantage and leverage what they're doing? That's how I would do it. Carrie says, I like short podcasts. I do too. Todd says, hey, I'm working on building traffic, but I'm on an extreme budget. What are some methods to generate traffic to my site? T2 Dad Adventures. Uh, I've done the Facebook route and it's meh. I'm scheduled on a podcast in two weeks. I want more, but being a small fish, it's hard to get a foot in the door. Suggestions. Todd, honestly, the, the story I share all the time is with the Growth Everywhere podcast, like the channel that you're watching right now, I've been doing it for five years. And after the first year, I was only getting nine downloads a day. And after the second year, I was only getting 30 downloads a day. So, you know, the, the, the key takeaway there is it, I, I've got like, Nothing's, I mean, the, the fact that you have T2 Daddy Ventures, I have to assume that you're talking about something around being a father. When you're raising children, or when you're growing a relationship with your parents, I can't, I can't say I, I don't have children, so I don't, but I mean, I mean, it's the same thing. You're, you're, you're taking time 
to cultivate, to nurture them. And you're doing the same thing when you're building an audience, right? When you and here's the other thing, like when I spoke to uh, Guy Kawasaki on the Growth Everywhere podcast yesterday, he's like, people have it wrong. Like when you try to go do a book like this, it's not to go build a brand. It's because you've done something useful first, and then and then you can go write a book. Then you're then you're authorized, right? You're not authorized, but then then it makes more sense for you to write a book because if you don't have experience in the beginning, it doesn't make sense for you to go out there and try to do, become an influencer or or, or a band uh, a band a brand builder. Um, so take that take that into account. I, and I think when you're trying to build traffic in the beginning, it just takes time. People give up give up way too easily. When I first came into Single Grain, I came in six years ago. I took the company over five years ago, and six years ago, our blog was only getting a couple thousand visits a month, which is not that good. It, it, you, you might think it's a lot of traffic, but I guarantee you, you start doing some content marketing, you get a couple thousand visits a month. That that's fine, but like. You know, now we're we're in terms of visits, we're approaching two hundred thousand uh, unique visitors a month, and that took a very long time to get there. It's just you don't you don't like when you eventually get there to that level of traffic, even with the marketing school, million downloads in a thirty day period, like you look you look backwards. It's like oh okay, I see all the things that got me there, and you realize it's just a lot of effort and it's a lot of you know trying new things and you know a lot of things you're gonna do like with an A B test for example. You're lucky if maybe 10% of your tests are successful, 8 to 10% or so. Just got me to remember, like, when you play poker, you know, those of you that know Texas Hold'em, the, the odds of you, let's say you have a pair of twos, your, your, your two hole cards are a pair of twos, the odds of a two showing up on the flop, that's only 8%. You don't get many times of like, you know, striking gold or, or getting things right. It, it's Getting things right takes a lot of effort. It's, it's not easy to do, okay? So um, I wish I could be more helpful there, but honestly, I would just say, Todd, it's a lot of effort. It takes a lot of work. I would say if you're starting from scratch, go down the live route, go down the Facebook route, drive ads towards that, uh, and, and it should work, work out well for you. Uh, T2D Adventures, type 2 diabetes. Okay, so by the way, when you talk about diabetes, I mean, that's a subject where maybe you don't talk about diabetes that much, but maybe you talk about the, you know, when you talk about health, you go into something that's way more wider, right? And it's not so much, um, and then maybe you can you, you you can start a group. I would start a Facebook group because Facebook groups they, they when you when you rally when people people rally around a community, um, then you got something really powerful. So a Facebook group I think is great. Facebook Live I think would be great too. All right, uh, Anton says, uh, thanks for the live, big fan. Thank you for that. Did you write all the answers? answers on Quora yourself? How long did it take? So initially, um, I wrote all the answers on Quora myself, but I will say in the last 12 months or so, we actually hired a guy and he uh, repurposed a lot of our content and put it onto Quora. We did it as a test. Unfortunately, the test didn't work out too well for us. Um, so that's that. Damien says, uh, do you have a system for cold outreach at single grain or is it 100% inbound? So Damien, that's a good question. So Everything we do at Single Grain is inbound. So if you check out the Agency Accelerator, which if you go to singlegrain.com slash live, you can watch the video on how we have that inbound system. You'll see how it all works, all right? So go to singlegrain.com slash live. Um, I will say that we are doing a way of, um, we're taking a lot of the traffic that we get. So about 200,000 visits a month, 240,000 sessions actually per month. And Basically, what we're doing is we're going to enrich the leads based on certain criteria. So we can enrich every single IP that comes to our site. So recently, we took a list of 10,000 IPs that visited visited our site recently, and we said, okay, let's see who's actually visiting. eBay was visiting. PayPal was visiting. Uh, you had like Shell Gasoline. Mercedes-Benz were visiting too. These are all 
big companies that we would love to work with. And then from there, we take those, we enrich those, we take an account-based marketing approach, and then we use, uh, you can use segment or you can use whole. I'll type that into chat right now. You can use segment or whole.io and you could take the information you have coming to your site and then you can combine it, right? They can uh, they can combine it with like Clearbit, for example. Okay, if Coca-Cola visits your site, you tell Clearbit to find everybody that's on the marketing team at Coca-Cola and then uh, you would dump all those emails into an outreach sequence and then put them into that sequence and start reaching out to them. That's all that you would do and it would make your life a lot easier because once you have traffic coming in, you basically have an automated sales team working for you. And that's almost like an outbound system because just cause we have a lot of people like that are visiting a lot of our content, but they're not necessarily looking for services. And you know, for example, we have, um, let's say we have a page on marketing funnels. Uh, maybe they don't want help with marketing funnels, but maybe if you reach out to them later, it's like, Hey, I noticed that you were checking out this page on marketing funnels. Just wanted to reach out and say, Hey, look, on our site, if you're looking for more content around that, look, we have our po our daily marketing podcast, marketing school, we have our weekly entrepreneurial podcast growth everywhere. We've got our YouTube channel right here. And we got our SEO split testing software over here. And let me know if I can help with anything else. I'll make sure to reach out in a couple months to make sure uh, to, to see how it can best be helpful to whatever your needs are. That way it's, it's, a, it's a light approach. You're not being, you're not being really pushy about it. You're not being really salesy about it. Uh, that, that way, you know, people are going to um, start to be more receptive to the messages that you're putting out. So I hope that helps. All right. So um, first metric asks, what service do I use for IP enrichment? So I use Clearbit for IP enrichment. I'll type that in here as well. Winston says, when you know, uh, how do you stand out from all the f all the noise and fluff out there? When you know you have quality content that can actually help your audience. So, I mean, look at it this way: if you're publishing blog posts, there's over four million blog posts being published every single day. So it's very, it's very difficult to stand out. You can still do it. It's just Neil and I actually talked about it. Like, if we're starting today. Blogging still good, but it's it's just so much more competitive because everyone started to kind of dump into that 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 space. Honestly, I, I think if you can if you think you have really good content, let's say you wrote like this really good book, your really good book can easily be again going back to live videos. Like where where can you go where it's not that saturated? Can you make a podcast around your niche? Is it where can you if everyone's going this way, how can you go the other way? If everyone's doing blog, can you do audio? If everyone's doing audio, can you do video? If everyone's doing video, can you do a Facebook group? If everyone's doing a Facebook, can you do can you do something else? I don't know. Maybe you can uh, go sponsor a conference. Like it really, like it, it really depends on the industry that you're in. It also depends on how people are marketing. So there's a lot of different variables you have. You just got to figure out where you can go, where it's a blue ocean, where it's not too competitive, versus a red ocean where it's super competitive and everyone's kind of killing each other. Hope that makes sense. All right, guys, continue to drop your questions into the chat in terms of acquiring more clients. Like I mentioned, we have our agency accelerator program. You can go to singlegrain.com slash live to learn more. We actually have a longer video in there about how you can acquire uh, clients uh, more predictably. And then there's also a link as well to apply for a call to see if it's the right fit for you. If not, you know, again, we, we don't try to be pushy about this stuff. We prefer to lead with content first. So another thing I'm thinking of is when I think about this, like there's a lot of people in the marketing space. So, you know, I'll, I'll take this Pokeball right now. 
There's a, I think there's something in here. Oh, look, there's like a little Mario in here. But anyway, so when you think about, when you think about marketing, everyone's teaching, like there's so many people teaching marketing. There's Neil Patel, there's Russell Brunson, there's uh, God, you can even say Ty Lopez. There's, uh, there's so many people out there that are teaching marketing. So how, how can you zig or how can you zag where other people are zigging? So for me, I mean, my thing is, look, I love marketing. I love entrepreneurship. But there's everyone that just kind of focuses in that space. But for me, I played a lot of games growing up. I played Pokemon, right, on my on my Game Boy Color. And, you know, I just love gaming. And so when I combine gaming, when I can combine a different skill set with the love for marketing, with the love for business as well, and the love with, with, with uh, storytelling or content creation, then I've got something that's a little unique. So how can you do something that's a little unique if someone out there, there's like an 800-pound gorilla and, you know, when you try to do the same thing that they're doing, it's going to be hard for you to compete because they have so much more resources. So how can you do something, again, going into the blue ocean where everyone else is in the red ocean, okay? So that's the story behind kind of, you know, the gaming stuff you got behind me and this right here. It's very funny. Marketing Teardown. Uh, Marketing Teardown says, I hear Google Plus doesn't have a lot of competition on it these days. Very blue ocean. Uh, that's the other point. I, I think that's a good one is you can't rely completely on these platforms. You have to diversify because if you put all your eggs in one basket and they decide to ban you or someone buys the platform and they decide to go in another direction, you're kind of screwed. So you got to think about how you can, how you can drag people back to your site or you know, collect their email addresses. Like right now through this live right now, I'm telling you guys, if you're interested in acquiring more clients, we actually have that agency accelerator program, go to singlegrain.com slash live. Like that for me is to get you to go to my site. So you can at least, um, if it's relevant to you, check it out, see if it's the right fit. But then we collect your information, right? We collect your email. And we also, uh, we have you on our retargeting list too. So that allows us to go further because in here, like, yeah, sure, we can re we're getting more views, we're getting more subscribers too, but at any point in time, YouTube or Google can decide to shut us down and then we're screwed. So you cannot, as soon as you can, you start to get good at one channel, start to diversify a little bit because, again, you don't want to lose everything. You want to be able to control your own destiny at the end of the day, all right? So uh, Damien says he crushed Pokemon Blue. I think I had, um, I think I had Pokemon Blue too. I think I had, uh, I started with Squirtle. Or maybe I started with Bulbasaur. Yeah, I remember. But anyway, um, first metric says, do you use any marketing automation tools such as HubSpot or Marketo? Excuse me. So for ClickFlow, which is our SEO A-B testing software, we use HubSpot. And then for um, for SingleGrain, we actually, the, the marketing agency, we actually use Drip. That's D-R-I-P. Drip is great because the tagging features are pretty strong. The automation's pretty strong too. I like it. It's easy to use. And we might consider moving to something else in the future, but we don't need Marketo. Marketo's way too enterprise. And HubSpot is, HubSpot's decent, but we don't, I, I think it's missing some features that we need. So I think Drip right now combined with our CRM, which is base, uh, that's, that's the approach that we use. All right, get notice says I feel video ads on Facebook and Instagram. So I'm not sure if you're agreeing with me, but um, video ads on Facebook and Instagram are fantastic. And in fact, we enabled um, a couple of old ones that we were running uh, today. So those are those are good. I mean, get them while they're still cheap. You know, it, it depends on the funnel that you're creating. And once you have something working, guys. By the way, once you have something working, 
don't be afraid to double down. I, I've had this issue in the past where I'm like, I'm, I'm too scared to to double down on what's working. And what happens is if you're too scared to pull the trigger, well, scared money don't don't make money. And so people are always scared all the time. And in fact, we had someone on my team recently say, you know, the, the thing I love uh, that I appreciate the most about you is that, um, Eric, your appetite for risk is very high. And so, but it, it's the, the, the people that are no, the most successful, their appetite for risk is the highest they're willing to take more risk and that's why that's why they get outsized returns if you want to do if you want to achieve unrealistic things you have to have unrealistic expectations too so like it, that also means you're gonna have to push people that also means people are gonna self-select themselves out it doesn't mean everyone's gonna be a fit that's just how life is um so well that's the cool thing about business you you get you get to be able to control your own destiny um so Winston says, um, I was considering over ConvertKit. ConvertKit's also a very great tool too. I just settled on Drip because I didn't know about ConvertKit in the early days, but those two are very comparable uh, types of email service providers. Um, so Drip, I like. Drip actually uses ClickFlow, our software. Uh, didn't lead pages by Drip. Yes, lead pages did buy Drip. So that's a little bit of a concern, right? Because whenever a, a larger company buys a smaller one, they decide whatever they want to do with it. So ConvertKit, they're independently owned right now. So I would, um, I, I do like what the the founder Nathan Berry is all about. So I do like them. Um, Get Notice says, I came late to the party, so I was saying I feel that is probably the best way to acquire clients in 2019. Video ads on Facebook and Instagram. What is the best tactic in terms of targeting and optimizing there? Obviously, you got retargeting first. I do like lookalike audiences as well. Um, YouTube is also good too. They have custom intent audiences, which means you are allowed to target. on. on let's say if I go on Google and I search for uh, red shoes, I can actually target people that have searched for that with a video on YouTube saying, hey, did you search for red shoes? If so, come to my store. So you're able to do that. Instagram's good too. Um, you have the same targeting op options as 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 Facebook. Uh, Timo, yes, I have used ClickFunnels. We are a customer of ClickFunnels. And then Marketing Teardown says, uh, the design builder is solid for ConvertKit, but their automation leaves a bit to be desired. Um, Danny says, have you ever heard of the platform Builder all. I haven't heard heard of builder all. Sounds sounds like a drug. Um, Danny says, guys, no more click funnels. And so here's another question from Winston. Guys, feel free to continue to drop your questions uh, in here. Winston says, if you had to start all over from scratch today, would you build a brand to gain inbound leads or start outbound approaches to get clients first and then build brand? Winston, honestly, whatever it takes to get revenue in the door first. If I have to do outbound, I think I would do outbound first because in the beginning. Building a brand, it takes a very long time. You're not going to be able to build a brand, especially when you're starting out. People are going to ask you, what are you known for? What have you accomplished? You don't really have a brand when you're starting out. So the best thing to do is to, you know, be go out there, hustle. Uh, I hate using the term networking events, but, you know, whether it's going to conferences, meeting people, and then building relationships and building enough relationships where you're, you're able to set dinners with people too. I think those are a couple ways that you can actually go out there and acquire more clients, more customers uh, for your business because it's just really tough um, if you have to start from scratch and just say, I'm going to start with blogging. That's going to take you a year. It's going to take you two years. I'm going to start a podcast. Guess what? The average podcast uh, gets about, I don't know, like 100, 100 or so downloads per month. So it becomes more, it's getting more and more saturated, right? So the best way to stand out, go out there, hand-to-hand -hand combat, knock on doors, you know, take the pain. And again, keep in mind, like the people that are successful, they're just the ones that have taken more pain for longer. And that's what you got to do. And by the way, guys, 
this this type of video this is uh, this is basically the group coaching call that happens inside of the agency accelerator so it includes everything else that we talk about inside the agency accelerator but if you do want to watch the video the it's about a 25 30 minute video on how we acquire more clients for us just go to singlegrain.com slash live, check it out. And if it makes sense, you can book a call with our team. It's not a fit for everyone, but if you do want to grow your agency, scale more clients, that's what it is for you. Because what we're doing right now, this is typically paid, right? But we're doing it for free uh, at the moment so you can get a taste of what it looks like. Um, let's see. Big Frank Vlog says, what is the best way to set appointments in the B2B world as a beginner? So exactly what I just said. Um, get noticed. Any advice on what you do driving leads for a mobile truck that is selling coffee and CBD? I thought local marketing campaign on Facebook and Instagram offering a coupon of some sort. I think get noticed. I think that's really good. So you, you geofence around a certain area. You do mobile offers around the area and then people can claim the coupon. Say it's for a limited time um, and then people can show up, right? And then uh, maybe you can do like a little video too. You just shoot it with your iPhone or shoot it with your Android device, whatever it is exactly. Uh, I think that's a really good way of, of getting started. And that's a really, and by the way, it's not just Facebook and Instagram. You, you got the other platforms too. You, you got the Yelps of the world, which are local. If I'm assuming you're in the United States. Uh, marketing Teardown says, how many clients is enough? Well, Marketing Teardown, I think you have to decide what your goals are. So if your goals are to make a million dollars a year, and let's see, that's, that's $8,333. 8000 yeah. Eight three 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 three. That's what it is. Okay, so that might that might then you might say, okay, you want each client to pay you ten thousand dollars a month. So then you need eight clients a month. That that is by definition enough. But you have to figure out what your goals are. If you say, you know, I want to make uh, ten grand a month, twenty grand a month, then maybe maybe you only need one client, or maybe you only need two clients, and then that's all you need. Uh, maybe you need you need four to be safe. It just depends on what you're looking for. If you want to build out an agency, maybe it's a different story. If you want to build it out for yourself, that's no problem too. <clears throat> okay, so marking teardown, da 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 da. At what number of clients did you have to hire other account managers that weren't you? As soon as you start to feel overwhelmed, as soon as you start to feel that you can't handle it anymore, that's when you decide that you need to start looking for other people. Um, when you when you are stretched so thin and you're doing things that you shouldn't be doing, that's when you decide that you need to hire more people to take things off your plate. And that's when you decide when you whether you want to build a business or not. And we actually talk about that in the Agency Accelerator Program. Um, Danny, thank you for the comment. And yeah, so guys, by the way, Thank you for joining us on a Friday. Decided to do this last minute. Um, we're, like Every now and then I might do one of these where you guys get to experience what a group kind of Q&A looks like where I'm answering your questions. Uh, again, go to singlegrain.com slash live. Check out our video on how to acquire more clients. And then if it makes sense, there's actually a link there where you can uh, apply for a call. See if it makes sense for the agency accelerator. Um, and get noticed. I'll answer this final question. It says, uh, any advice on marketing clothing lines? So... <clears throat> Everyone, not everyone, but a lot of people, when, when we go to these e-commerce conferences, all they talk about is Amazon now. So the products themselves are almost becoming commoditized. What you have to do is figure out what do you stand for? What kind of mission do you stand for? So Tom's, you know, there's the, you know, for every shoe that they sell, they donate a pair, uh, excuse me. 
to to someone else that's in need, maybe in a third world country. So what do you stand for? Maybe you stand for all organic. Maybe you stand for um, diversity. If you stand for a mission and people can get behind it, that makes it a lot easier uh, for someone to to follow you. Um, so you can't just say, I'm going to you know, do a clothing line. Like I've actually seen people that have tried to start clothing lines and it goes nowhere and they wonder why. It's because they're doing what some everyone else is doing. And if you look at like the reason you watch this right now, the reason you listen to Marking School podcast or the Growth Everywhere podcast is because, you know, the way I'm talking about things, like I'm not doing what every every agency does. I'm doing different things what other agencies are doing. Like, you know, the the, the book, the software, the speaking at conferences. It's like, like we're trying to diversify. We're trying to be different than other agencies because we know we have an advantage in those other areas. So how can you diversify? How can you make sure that you are standing for something and then building your company around that? And then that's something that's really easy to get around. Because for me, it's like, you know, getting around, um, it's, it's all education, right? It's, it's playing the game of life and it's constantly growing every single day, getting better over and over, and it's leveling up over time. And that to me resonates and it's something that people can get, can get behind. And some people, it doesn't resonate with them and they self-select themselves out and that's no problem at all. And so um, I'm going to leave you with, with that today. Hope you guys found this helpful. Uh, again, go to singlegrain.com slash live. Check out the Agency Accelerator. Uh, if you do want to go to the, the, the live event in downtown LA, go to singlegrain.com slash DTLA, like downtown LA. And uh, without, well, I'm going to try to actually hang up this time and we'll see if this actually works. Mm-hmm.